This week's episode is a dumb birthday game from October 5th, 1996, which I've titled Age Vantages. Tom Howie was producing. We begin with quite the intro for Jack Hart from Norm. Norm laments the transitions of the season, but because he is a doctor, please take off everything, and he will only look at you in a medical manner. Jack believes it all starts with windows going from opened to closed, and that brings on general malaise. There's some Kyrian Bobo talk, Norm's Newfoundland dogs. I met these dogs on a number of occasions. Their heads were nearly the size of my driver's side window, though it became hard to tell because of them slobbering all over it. I would exit the car and almost be knocked over by them just leaning on me. They were the biggest, sweetest dogs. We are informed that people walk all over Norm because he's too good of a person, and Jack wastes no time requesting Norm's help with something. The subject of growing old comes up along with its advantages and disadvantages. We get some incredible wisdom and insight from a stupid guy Norm knew and everyone's favorite Hungarian gypsy princess grandmother. It's time now to introduce our players. Jack Hart, of course, Mike from Marlborough, Joanne from Everett, Charlie and Malden, and Betty from Sudbury. During the introductions, we venture into the what exactly is middle age territory and what age was it the hardest to turn? And now the game begins. The birthdays. Quincy's own Bill Dana. The husky-voiced Glynis Johns. The lovely Karen Allen. Donald Pleasance. Oh, no, wait. He's dead. Steve Miller with a huge hint. Let's see who's paying attention. Sir Bob Geldof. Diane Salento, Sean Connery's ex-wife. Eh, on second thought, nope. Some dead birthdays, Chester Arthur, Ray Kroc, and Alan Ludden. And the game ends with an historic event question. In what year was the World Series first broadcast on radio? Other highlights include Joanne hearing static in another station on the line. Norm says to turn it up because it's probably a lot better than this. Newfoundland dogs help everything. Norm was not a hunk. Norm's friend, Sidney Gelpie, had his own room with pinup pictures on the walls. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Mike needs socks. WBZ is older than Norm. Norm remains terribly behind in sending out prizes, but in the end, it doesn't matter because it's all junk. Norm does an impression of his father describing the younger Norm. And Jack was at a charity function that his fine lady, Monine, was hosting, where a 25-piece big band and singer, Tony Ballad, were performing. Let's get the candles lit on episode 107, Age Vantages, now. Distinguished members, longtime member, and I, uh, you could say one of the uh, anchors on a Saturday morning, of course, is the very lovely and beautiful Jack Hart. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I feel like I should be wearing flowing robes and sitting in a seat of authority. You're not? <laughs> well, my seat of authority is, uh, is out being repaired by flowing robes or at the cleaners. Oh, jeez. Well, anyway, how, how you been, Jack? Now that, now that we've gotten through that bit of hilarity and stuff like that, I don't know how we can ever top that again. No, no, no. I've been well. How have you been, Norm? I've been uh, well. Sort of well. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This this kind of this time of year, I think, during the transition of the seasons... And I say this because I am, as you know, a doctor. Yes. So any, any women who are listening to the program, if they wish to take off their clothes, 
Uh, by all means, I'm a doctor, and I will look at you not with lust, but with strict professionalism. Sure. I've been, I've been really racy today that's in some what you told the, That's what you told the woman with the earache who came in. Yes, I yeah. said, yes, sir. Take off everything because every part of your body is reflected in an earache, and there's no way... Well, anyway, she didn't buy that either, as I recall. I see. Yeah. But you know what I think happens this time of year, Normus, is we go from having windows and doors wide open and sort of all our uh, oxygen and energy and so forth able to flow freely in and out of our abode uh, to uh, to being sort of cooped up and, and it, it sort of gets uh, our oxygen and our energy and our atoms sort of bounce off the windows, bounce back to us, and we've already been through with them, but now they, they're sort of covering us. And that's why I think people get a general malaise this time of year. Well, I see. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, but you obviously have gone to medical school yourself, or you wouldn't have known all that. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel I feel sorry for like, like the animals that we have around our house. You know, because I have two the two Newfoundlands that I've talked about, mm -hmm. probably to a point of total boredom and and all of that and nausea. Oh, certainly not. Um, well, thank you very much. But they're outdoor dogs. They stay outdoors most of the time. The only time I bring them in is when, you know, it gets really cold, like about five or ten above. But they have, you know, dog houses and they're in sheltered areas and all. And I just think, I'm going into the warmth of the house, and these chaps are out there. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel very guilty about that. Well, they've got those big old thick fur coats. That's their natural instinct, their natural habitat. No, I know they, I know they survive very well, but I, I just can't help it. You know why? I think it's because I'm too good. I think that's why people walk all over me, because I'm too nice a person. Yeah. I care about people. I become emotionally involved. As a matter of fact, you know, that reminds me, Norm, I've got some very heavy furniture that I'd like to shift from one side of the room to the other. What are you doing after uh, uh, after the uh, the dumb birthday game? Do you think you could come and help me? Uh, no, I'm going home to hug the dogs to keep them warm with my body heat. <laughs> what do, what oh. do you try? Do you, do you, are, you, are, you, are you in that process of moving furniture? Around? Oh, no, no, not at all. It's just that you said that you were so, that you were just so good. I'm figuring, well... Oh, you're going to step all over How me. How can I use Norm's goodness? And I figured, hmm, let's rearrange the furniture. <laughs> just the heavy stuff. Just, just the heavy stuff. That's not... You know, yeah. you know, you know, Jack, I'm at a stage of life now where I'm, I'm not sure I can do all that anymore. I'm when I was you. younger, maybe. One of the, I was trying to think of what the advantages were of growing old. And I don't even say older anymore. I just say growing old. I'm not even growing old. I'm already there. But uh, I was I one of the maybe some other people who are older later on in the last hour can talk to me about what's what the advantage is because I can't think of a whole lot of them. One of them is that you can call anybody by their first name and they don't feel offended. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I don't know priests, cops, uh, anybody. Any old people, you call them. But now I'm trying to think. There must be something else that makes it worthwhile. It's it's the it's the wisdom and and the the, the sagacity <laughs> that that you have. Uh, you know, I knew I knew a guy. I, I'm cutting you off because you're talking like this guy I knew once who used to say that he was an older guy. I see, and he was a really stupid man. 
He hadn't gained any wisdom through the years at all. <laughs> so I think he probably was stupid when he was young. Yeah, and when, and when he got older, though, but he would always say that. He always used to say that, you young, you young people, you haven't lived enough to have gained wisdom through the years. <laughs> I have gained wisdom just by being... He thought he, he automatically he gained wisdom simply because his body was deteriorating. But his mind probably was too, and it was probably even more stupid than when he was young. <laughs> so I don't buy that whole well, you see, that now, whole thing. Nowadays, you see, you don't have to attain it. It's it's like uh, it's like Social Security. You get to a certain age, you can collect Social Security. At a certain age, now they 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 award you with a certificate of sagacity. You <laughs> see, it's, that's right. I suppose the best bet when you get older, or any age for that matter, just keep your mouth shut. They don't know how stupid you are. <laughs> Say you're okay. Well, let's look at look at your gypsy princess grandmother. All the wise and sage thing that she, that you that you thought that she was saying for years, it turns out she was talking about uh, talking about. The well, outside. no, no, wait, a, but no. Before you say that, now I'm, I, I, it's kind of interesting because I haven't brought up on her sings for a very long time. I'd you're forgotten right. about that. Yeah, let me see. I, 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 she had a thing about old age. She used to talk about also at one time. She said, <laughs> Norman. <clears throat> She Norman, yeah, she said that was the way she opened a lot of her sayings, <laughs> you know, with some some silly name like that. She said, Norman, show me a, a show me a person whose body may have weathered with age, but whose mind became sharper and gained more wisdom. Show me a person who understands life better at the other end of it than at the beginning. Show me that kind of a an intelligent person, a wise person full of sage advice and wisdom who can help other people because of their longevity on earth. Show me that kind of person and I will show you a clamshell. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I thought, uh, you know, I, at, uh, as I mentioned at first, we thought, boy, she's saying really provocative <laughs> things that really mean something. Well, that's, we have to really think about this because these are not easy things she's saying. She's deep. He's really deep. Then, then, then we realized he was kooky as a clam chowder <laughs> bowl or something. Well, you know, I was watching an interest, an interview with George Burns and of all people, Monty Hall this past weekend, uh, last Sunday, and and it was actually a very good interview. And it kind of showed George he wasn't really being like like doing like a lot of shtick. He was really sort of talking honestly, and uh, and he was talking about uh, about his own mother and uh, <laughs> some of the sayings. And I thought to myself, <laughs> he sounded like my great uncle. Hungarian gypsy princess grandmother <laughs> <She> did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's that's really the, well. There are people that exist on on Earth who are like that, and I want to introduce you to some of them who are going to play the dumb birthday game with us. Are you all set for that? Hey, oh boy, am I ever! Okay, here's Mike from Marlboro, and I don't know whether he's a wise old good man morning. or. Good morning. Pardon me. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Mike. Uh, I was trying to detect from your voice whether you're a wise old man or just a young punk kid or something in between. I, I guess I must be middle-aged. Yeah, what is what is middle-aged exactly? I remember turning 30 once about 700 years ago, and a guy I worked with at, uh, at one of the radio stations said, you're now middle-aged. And I said, wait a minute, I just turned 30. And he a, said, a long well, time ago, my dad told me, don't let anyone tell you that 50 is middle-aged. If 50 was middle-aged, an awful lot of people would live to be 100. No, but he said 30. I'm talking 30. And I said, wait. He said, well, you know, uh, middle-aged, that's the middle of 60. And, uh, well, how old was he? 
he was about a year younger than I was, so he could flaunt it at me, I suppose. Oh, no, you see, he wasn't quite 30 yet. He pictured anybody in their 30s must be a 1,000. <laughs> I guess so. Was that, was, was that a tough, tough age? No, you're not. Yeah, you are 30. You're in your 30s. I'll be 35 in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Was it tough for you to turn 30? Uh, 30 wasn't so bad, I guess. 31, I think, I kind of thought to myself, hmm, now I'm actually in my 30s. <laughs> okay. No, because 30 was the, the worst age I ever hit. I began thinking, you know, because I, I had been in radio at that point like 12 years and gotten nowhere. <laughs> I worked at every schlocky <laughs> station in the world. And uh, my daughter said not yet been born or anything, and I thought, here I am, 30 years old. I'm, you know, when you're in your 20s, you can use an excuse like, well, I'm only in my 20s. I did something foolish, but I'm just a kid. I'm just a young punk. Yeah, but when you hit 30, somehow that, that argument goes out the window. Well, you become believable when you get to 30, it occurred to me. You're still, you're still young enough that, you know, you can still be, like, wacky. But, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, but you're, uh, but but people will believe if you do something right and you're only like 27. Sometimes people say, mm, "Must be a fluke. He's only 27." But if you do something right and you're 30, people say, "Oh, he's 30. Must have done it right." I'm gonna have to think about that. I don't know what I don't know what the heck you're talking about. But, uh, um, let's let's. Uh, you buy all that, Mike? Um, you don't have 20, to. 23 was distress distressing. Oh, when you turned 23, that was a tough yeah. age? Yeah. Everything after that's been very, very easy. Oh, yeah. Well, I found uh, turning 50, 60, 70, 80, even when I turned 90 and 95, <laughs> that wasn't as bad as when I turned 30. I, I was ready to jump off the roof at that point. Anyway, Joanne, what was the toughest age for you to turn, Joanne? Pardon? You're not paying attention, are you? I'm going to have to. Hear the question. I'm going to have to mark you down in class. You know, you want to graduate. You want to go on to big things. You pay attention. No, I was asking uh, what what was the t a tough age for you to turn? Twenty nine. Hmm. How old are you now? You sound very young now. Thank you. Thirty seven. Oh, you are still young. Okay, you're you're just a little bit older than Jack Hart, but you're sort of in his area there. Yes. So turning, say say that age again. 20, 29. When you turned 29. Yeah, I knew it was the last time I would ever say 20 anything. Oh, okay. So you had the same kind of feeling that I did when I turned 30. That was sort of the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 One of those milestones. Does it, does, it, uh, does it bother you to know that you're going to be 40 in three years? Do you know it does? It actually does. Does it really? Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself a Newfoundland dog. Somehow that soothes the. Actually, my I don't know what I just. I'm from Newfoundland, so I thought maybe they'd help. But no, I'm, I'm just saying stupid things. I, what I just said made no, absolutely no sense at all. <laughs> and the fact that you didn't you didn't say, Nathan, you old codger, you're making no sense at all. I think is a tribute to you. You're okay. Well, you know, a, Newfoundland, you. a Newfoundland dog. They're kind of active and playful, and I suppose for somebody who feels as though they're on the on the precipice of, of getting old and sort of slowing down and, and uh, then, then a lively dog can sort of rejuvenate them, make them feel like a kid again. Jack, yeah, shut up. <laughs> I'm not slowing down. <laughs> no, no, I bet you at 37, why would you be slowing down? Yeah. Now let's go to, let's see, we got that with Charlie. Charlie's one of the panel members. He's in Malden, uh, sometimes pronounced Malden. Uh, Charlie, hi. Hi. Is Charlie there? Hey. 
Uh, yes, Charlie. Hey, Norm. Charlie, you just lost interest in this whole conversation, didn't you? Know, you? you know. <laughs> and drifted off. I'm just a youngster. How old are you, Charlie? 27. 27. That is interesting. We have a very young panel today. That's very good. It, it is, huh? Yeah, it's very good. 27. Does that bother you turning 28? No, Never mind. Not at all. Oh, let's not get off. We'll get off this old age thing. Not at all. Okay. Anyway, that's nice. I'm glad uh, that you're joining us on the Dumber. Do you know how the rules go? No. <laughs> okay, now what I do is I tell you who was born on this date, and then we go and everybody guesses and see how close they can get to the actual age of these well-known people. Okay. And whoever guesses the most, gets closest to the most correct answers, gets a pile of junk, which is the kind of we get from the WBZ junk pile here as a, as a contest prizes. Okay. Does that sound pretty appealing? That, that sounds great. <laughs> okay. And we have Betty, who's out in Sudbury. Betty's a little older, I, I believe, as I recall. Yeah, you know I'm a little older. Oh, I was jotting down the advantages of being older. Oh, yeah. What, what now, okay. besides now, calling people I by their... See, people get up and offer me their seat. Yeah, but uh, is that an advantage, or, or would you probably fall apart if they didn't? No. No, I'm not in that bad a condition. Oh, okay, okay. So. And then you get into lots of things with the senior discount. Oh, the senior discount. That's correct. That's right. You do get you get breaks and, on a lot of things. And people are always amazed that I am still able to work full time job. I mean, at my advanced age, half price. Yeah, that's right. Well, not half. You don't get half price, but you get. Stone Zoo, they do. What? At Stone Zoo, you get half, half price. price. You ought to go to the Stone Zoo more often, yeah. Betty. I think okay, I think I'll Wendy's, have to remember that when I want to take the grandchildren someplace. No, but but uh, at stores, for example, some stores have a Senior Citizens Day oh, where they right. offer you a 20% discount on a specific yeah, like day. Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday are That's the right, usual Jake. days they yeah. offer it. All right, I think you get free coffee all the time at Wendy's for the <laughs> well, there are a few advantages. I hadn't thought about that, too. The movie theaters charge oh, you Oh, yeah, the bowling. movies I'm make bowling. a big difference. Who's well, mumbling a lot? Is that you, Mike, or Charlie? That's me. Which one are you? I'm Charlie. Oh, you're Charlie. I'm bowling. Bowling, we get a senior citizen discount. Oh, a senior citizen when you're bowled. Sure. Okay, you can hardly wait for the next 40 years to pass. So you can bought 30. Because they, they start talk, talking about senior citizens when you're 50 now. That's what they say, yeah, right. Mom? Yes. It's me, Joanne. Stop. I hate, I hate to interrupt. Every yes. once in a while, I'll get uh, static in another station. You're, you're hearing another station on your phone? Hear that? No, I can hear I can hear kind of a hum there, but I don't hear another station. Yeah. If you do hear it, turn it up. They may have a better program than we have. <laughs> Impossible. Okay. Impossible. Okay, let's go get on with the dumb birthday game anyway. Today is the birthday of a man uh, who was born in Quincy. Hmm. He'd become very successful with his albums and his character of Jose Jimenez. Remember him, the uh, Bill Dana? Yeah. Uh, the best of uh, Jose came out in 1985 with his most famous cut, The Astronaut. He hasn't been around for a long time, has he? I haven't seen him any place lately. He was on Make Room for Daddy with Danny Thomas and was on television during that period. He used to show up in the Golden Girls once in a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Bill Dana. Anyway, from uh, from Quincy. And uh, today is his birthday. He was born October 5th. And uh, Mike, what do you think? How old do you think Bill Dana is? Do you know Bill, Bill Dana? I, yeah, okay. I do. Not personally. 
<laughs> okay. By the way, I, the only number I mentioned, I think, was 50, but I'm 36. Oh, 36 is a I'm good I'm halfway age. to 72. That's why I'm middle aged. <laughs> that's right. Well, people are living a lot longer now. I don't, I don't think you get to be middle aged till you get to be, I'd say, 68. Now, I made that up. 36, as you mentioned, if, I'm still kind of young at 36. He showed up on the Ed Sullivan show, too, right? He yeah. showed up at a lot of shows during that period, yes. So I was like a little kid. Okay, so you can figure it out from that. Well, if I was, say, six years old and I was seeing him and he was a grown man. <laughs> How about 62? 62. Okay, Joanne, what do you think? 69. All right, and Charlie? 1971. <laughs> wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! What 1971? Is that how? Is that when he was born? Is that your figuring? That's my guess. No, no. How old is Bill Dana? 1971. 28 years old. Bill Dana's 28. Yep. Junior. Uh, I see. Oh, Bill Dana Jr. Yeah. Okay. And the Betty, what do you think? I'll guess 66. 66, and the very lovely and exciting Jack Hart in his flowing robes and sitting on his love seat. <laughs> uh, I would say um, 67. 67. You're all very kind to him. Although uh, Joanne came the closest. She said oh. 69, yeah. He's 72 years old today. Mm. Okay. Mm. I think the kindest was Charlie. Either that or Charlie's been... Drinking, hey, hey, uh, drinking hey. the grape juice. Hey, <laughs> uh, Glennis, you know Glennis Johns. We there, there are not a lot of really well-known people, sort of on the fringe, or people who used to used to see. Glennis Johns is a is a British actress. She's born in South Africa. I guess I make her a South African actress, and I'm British. But she made a lot of British movies. Uh, nominated for an Oscar in 1960 for supporting actress in The Sundowners. She's made a lot of movies, and she's got, she has one of these very deep, husky kind of lovely voices that, that used to drive me crazy. Glennis Johns. Do you know that? Any of you know that name? No. I know, I know the name, and I, I think I've probably seen her. The name sounds like she should be younger than she is. Well, how old do you think she when is? When did she win the award? What's that? When did she win the award? Uh, when did she win the award? Let's see, what did I just say? She won the award. She won the award in 1960. 1960, so you can figure 30, what is that, 36 years ago. Okay. What? Yeah, 36 years ago. Wow. Mm. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Oh, uh, let's but, see. Uh, yeah, it was her voice I remember even more than what she looks like. Hmm. Husky voice. Yeah, I wish he'd call me up and make an obscene phone call one day, <laughs> just for old times' sake. <laughs> just breathe into the phone. No, not breathe. No, she has to speak. Oh. Speak. Yeah. <laughs> speak breathily. Yeah, I love you, you hunk. <laughs> Something like that would be good. <laughs> I wish a woman would call me a hunk. They never did, even when I was at the age where I could have been a hunk. Oh, come on. No, nobody ever did. No, nothing like that, no. I was always nice little normie with the glasses and the violin. <laughs> what a life. I wish I could live it all over again, man. I'd be a hunk next time around. <laughs> a hunk with a violin. I think I live on your old street. What's that? I think I live, I live on your old street, Malden Street. 
Everett? You live in Everett? Yeah. And because well, it says Joanne Boston, you actually live in Everett then? Right. You know, I lived on, on Malden Street. Oh uh, no, I lived on. Well, I didn't live far from there. I lived on Vine Street, which is about four, what, four or five streets the right. other way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I know that that whole area. That's uh, the old. Uh, that's uh, Ward Two of Everett. Yes. Yeah. My father's councilman there. Um, that's... Okay, that's interesting. Because my father, my father ran a first national store in Prattville, which is on the Chelsea side. Yes. Now it's very busy with a highway going through and the parkway, the, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But it was kind of like a little village back, way, way back when I lived there. And it was kind of fun. It was yeah. really kind of fun. But Malden Street, I remember very well. Yep. That's where I am now. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm Now I know where you are. And... I plan to do something about it, Joanne. <laughs> I don't know, remember what now. <laughs> but if I were young and a hunk, I'd know what to do. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Oh, uh, 63. Okay, do you remember who we were talking about? Yep. <laughs> okay. I remember. Okay, Glennis Johns. Betty, what do you think? I'm going to guess 66. I'm going to stick with that number when I don't know what. <laughs> okay, that's right. That's what you guessed for Bill Dana. <laughs> and you weren't really off that far. Charlie, what do you think? I'm going to have to go with the big uh, 67. 67. Okay. The big 67. And Joanne? Malden Street, eh? Malden Street. Yep, Malden Street. Mm -hmm. I know where that is. I had a friend who lived, I think it was on Malden. It might have been Francis, which is what, the next street over. Yes. Uh, no. Yeah, his name was Sidney Gelpie. Yeah. Sidney Gelpie was a friend. And he's, I so envied him, he had his own room. Back then, we didn't, you know, we shared rooms with our sisters or yeah. something. He had his own room, and on the walls were pinup pictures. Wow. <laughs> Boy, I thought that's pretty racy stuff. They're still there. <laughs> They're still in the same, you, you live in that same house, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. I, I thought, boy, this guy really knows how to live, you know. <laughs> Anyway, how old do you think Glennis Johns is, uh, Joanne? Guys, uh, 66. 66. Okay, and uh, Mike? Oh, uh, let's go to the next decade. I'll Come say on, 70. Mike. 70 is the closest. Because mm. she's 73. Wow. Oh, I knew she was we older than her name gone. sounds. Uh, she's older than the, than the name Glennis John. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of funny. You meet some little kid, some little baby, and his name is, I don't know, he has a grown-up name. Oh, like a woman had like a little baby girl as a name Martha or something like something that. like that. You figured, yeah, those are the names you have to grow into later on. Yeah, but uh, maybe maybe we should just name babies and then have them pick their own names when they get old enough to you know. So they, why should we have to pick names for other people or have other people pick names for us? Well, in many cultures, people do change their names several times throughout their lives. In really, the, the American Indians, you know, they start out as one name for whatever sort of uh, thing was going on in nature or whatever and then if whatever their attributes are as they get older you know they become runs like the wind or you know stands on one foot or uh you know scratches themselves daily you know that's right scratches other people when they're asleep and then and then as they get older you know it's uh, oh there goes bent over and spitting you know <laughs> you guys are bad okay okay uh, Karen Allen, uh, the actress, her films include Ghost in the in Two Cities. Wait a minute, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. 
ghost in, in the... I was looking yeah, don't at... Don't try to mess us up, man. No, I, I certainly wouldn't try to do that. Ghost in the Machine, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Animal House. Karen Allen was, a, was married to some a producer in, in Hollywood. She was also in a Mike, Michael Caine movie. Uh... I, I can't think of the names of those things. And Michael Caine dressed in women's clothing and went around murdering people. I, I can't. Do you remember that? The, yeah. the, 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 he still the, does. Yeah, he does that. Out of, it's a hobby of his. He yeah, just uh, right. he he loved it so much in the movie he took uh, it up as a real thing. <laughs> but she was married. You won't find him at home. <laughs> yeah, she was married to the director of that movie. Who's he? Sort of is known as uh, as uh, Alfred, son of a. Uh, an Alfred Hitchcock follower. His movies sort of, you know, had a little twist like the uh, Hitchcock movies did. I and mean, I can't think of what his name is. But anyway, we'll start with you, uh, Charlie. What do you think? Uh, Karen Allen. Uh, I can't give you any dates for any of these movies. I don't... Well, Animal House was, I think, 1981. Yeah. Or well, 1978. Okay, so, 40, so, so we're talking... 46. Uh, uh, 46, yes, Charlie. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Mike, what do you think? Uh, Animal House was 78. Yeah. I was 18. Oh, and she was a babe. Tim Matheson was her husband in that, wasn't he? No, he was uh, in Animal House. He was uh, her, uh, boyfriend, I think. Well, same thing, right? Well, they were in college. 45, so. What, do you, what did you say, Mike? I said 45. 45. Okay, and uh, Betty? I'm going to guess 52. 52. Okay, Joanne? 51. 61. 51. Oh, 51. 5-1. Okay, and Jack? 46. 46. A lot of you are very, very close. Mike, however, hit it right on the button. She's 45. Wow. And uh, Charlie and uh, Jack both said 50 of 46. Yeah. Not bad. Not mm -hmm. bad, guys. We're there. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about uh, Donald uh, Pleasance, or Ple oh, Pleasance. Pleasance, yeah, from England? He actually died this past year. Oh, did he? Yeah. Hold on just a minute. Just one second, please. What's this? Oh, because we're just... We're hearing just, his uh, name right out of the book. Yeah, we're tearing his name out because... Uh, <laughs> Don't call that the doc. Yeah, no, because because we uh, we only do five people. Qualified now? Yeah, no, we don't guess the ages of dead people. It would be disrespectful. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, terribly disrespectful. Because technically speaking, they're not aging. That's right. Yeah. That's certainly not. Yeah, we have to subtract. <laughs> okay, uh, how about Steve Miller, the singer, guitarist oh, from yeah. Dallas, Texas, one of Les Paul's proteges, started playing for money when he was twelve with a group called the Marksman Combo. Huh. Got, his, uh, got his first recording contract at age 24 after an appearance at the 1967 Monterey Pop Festival. The Steve Miller Band had a big hit in 1974. Do you know the name of that hit? Yep. What was it? Oh, Fly Like an Eagle. Fly Like an Eagle. No, The Joker. Oh, you know, do you remember the Joker? I'm a smoker. I'm yeah. a midnight toker. Whoa, <laughs> play my music in the sun. Hey, kid, you got the voice, you got the looks. <laughs> How'd you like to be a big record star? 
Okay, but that was anyway. That was in 1974. So you have uh, you have uh, that date also. Whoa. I I gave you the answer. Yes, you did. That's okay. <laughs> I I did give you the answer. You I, did, I'm just looking did. back on it. Okay, <laughs> let's see if you let's see if you remember it. That's uh, right. What do you want? A couple notes? <laughs> no, I, I I read a thing here. Said uh, he he got his first recording contract. And I told you the age and what the oh, and when yeah. the year was yeah. at the Monterey uh, Pop Festival. Oh. So all I have to do is figure that. You know his age. Uh, we'll start with you. Uh, let's see. We'll start with Betty. What do you think? I caught those dates right. He's 72. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 72. And you're a teacher, Betty. Do you have so to take off your shoes to count to 20? Right. By the way, I'm not hearing too clearly. You're fading in and out. No, that's because you're an old person, yeah. and that's oh, the way okay. it is. I can't, this is I'm sorry, I can't hear you because I'm an old person, too. <laughs> okay. Turn her up. <laughs> no, I... No, we're getting a we're getting a buzzing on the line. Is that that's that we figured was from uh, Joanne? I guess. Did, yeah. Did you say that, Joanne? Yeah. Yeah. See, because we turn it if we turn uh, any the whole thing up, it turns up the humming. Oh yeah. Mm. Go to commercial and call her back. I guess we could do that, couldn't we? Or we could see if we could all get. Uh, but it wouldn't work anyway. You think we'd still get the humming and stuff? Oh, we can okay. figure out. I'm, key of the, I'm checking with our technical staff. We have 17 people who preside over the technical perfection of this, the quality of this program. You know what we could do is we could figure out what key the hum was in, and then we could do sort of a barbershop harmony. I could sing again. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, Joanne, what, what do you? Uh, how old do you think Steve Miller is? I'm so embarrassed. Oh, don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed, my dear. I'm a doctor. I told you. Could you give me the hint that you gave everybody else's age in the Oh, day? I mean, I, I, got, I, I said it, and I should not have done that. So the only other date I'll tell you is uh, the big hit the Steve Miller Band made in 1974 called The Joker. But if I repeat the whole other thing, then, then, then you'll know. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, 1974, 84, 90, that's uh, 22 years ago he made The Joker. If you have any idea what, what age he might have been back then. Golly, this is an exciting program. No wonder this, uh, I'm the 46. 46. Yeah. Okay. No wonder the entire world has adopted the dumb birthday game as their <laughs> own and stolen it from us. Yeah, but if you ever heard what people had to say about how that, uh, how much they enjoy listening to this game in the middle of the night. Steve Miller. Uh, who did that? Is that you, Charlie? Yeah, that's me. Okay, was that Steve Miller you were just playing? That's it, right here. Okay, well, how old do you think he is then? 46. Okay, you say. 46. Okay. And uh, let's see, Jack, 51. 51. All right, and Mike? 52. Uh, what? Oh, no, turn turn that off now, oh, okay. Uh, Charlie, okay? Uh, Mike, I'm sorry, what did you say, 5-2 or 6-2? 5-2. 5-2. Okay. Actually, fifty-three. You wow. won again, wow. Mike. Mike, you're on, you're on the way to a you're really in a streak. He's What's fifty-three. Yeah, you were right? just a year off. What's the prize package? Oh, it's a bunch of junk. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I can find around the house that's causing a lot of clutter that I want to get rid of. Oh, I'm short on socks. You're short on what? Socks. Facts. Socks. Socks. Oh, socks. Oh, like a cat. 
Oh, I see. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, well, okay. I can send you one of my cats, too, for that matter. <laughs> and a year's supply of cat litter, plus a five-pound box of peanut brittle. What do you think? Terrific. <laughs> okay. How about uh, uh, Sir Bob Geldof? Oh, yeah. They call him Sir. Sir the Boomtown Rats, right, right from Ireland. Nominated for Nobel Peace Prize for organizing the superstar benefit group Band-Aid. Okay. So, and today is his birthday. He was born October 5th. Sir Bob Geldorf. Uh, Geldorf. No, G-E-L-D-O-F. Mike, what do you think? you way ahead of everybody now. When did I buy that album? I don't know. Let me see. I got a record of when you bought the album. It's right here in my sales slip. <laughs> but I can't, can't find it right offhand. How about 42? 42. Okay. And uh, Joanne, what do you say? 47. Joanne, the lovely Joanne from Malden Street, Everett, says the lovely 47. Charlie? I'm going to have to go with uh, 48. 48. Okay. 48. Uh, Betty? 49. 49. And Jack? Let's see, he was only 28 when he did that... Uh, Band-Aid concert, and uh, did we have, was that 84 or 85? It was 1985. 1985, so that's 11 years ago. I'm going to say for the heck of it, 40. 40, okay. Was he, was the, did he do a lot of dancing on tables and stuff? Bob Geldorf? That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that somebody from the Boomtown yeah. Rats that used to do a lot of that kind of stuff, jumping on chairs and stuff? Jumping on right. chairs. I did it, I did it. I did a TV show one time, and I guess that one one of the shows was the, was the Boomtown Rats. Sergeant Billy. Oh no, was, you're thinking of Boomtown. The <laughs> no what? The Rex trailer. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Down heat. <laughs> yeah. No, this I'm was. Get you to laugh. The year the year here was. Uh, this year would have been about 19. When they were on with us, was it would have been about 1975. Nah, yeah, that's 76, somewhere in that. That was be too early for the Boomtown Rats. It was still in Ireland. No, they mean the Boomtown Rats weren't organized that, that early, 20 years ago? Yeah, because he, he might was, have been organized, but they were on the other side of the ocean. Because he was, he was still only in his 20s in 85. Oh, and his, okay, well, how, now, that's interesting because he's now 42. Oof. Hmm, maybe he was 30. <laughs> maybe he was. <laughs> And, and that means that Mike hit it on the button again. Wow. Are you cheating, Mike? No. Yeah, Mike. No, there's no, actually, Mike no, actually, there's no, there's no uh, such a thing as cheating, because we never said you couldn't look up these things in advance and stuff. Okay, I'll give, give you one more, and then... Uh, Mike, hit me, hit me with some old-time movie stars, and, and I'll just go down the tube. Okay, no, I, I, I actually know the... What's her name? No, there are, there are other people born on this... my mother's age. No, there are other people born in the state who are still... Oh, how about Diane Salento? Do you know that name? Sean Connery's uh, ex-wife. Mm. She's from <laughs> Australia. She was in Tom Jones mm. uh, with... Uh, well, okay, we'll skip her, but I'll tell you, she's uh, 63, if you're wondering. Oh, I was going to guess that. I was going to say 63. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's also uh, the uh, the birthday of, uh, like, dead people, like Chester Allen Arthur, the... 21st president of the United States. Hmm. Uh, uh, Ray Kroc, who uh, was the founder of McDonald's, oh. was. Uh, this is his birthday. Alan Ludden, 
Hmm. Of course, married to Betty White, the and he did group? the he, he did the no he did the GE College Bowl, and Password. He did some very Password. That's yeah, he did see he did some uh, very hip uh, kind of quiz things. Okay, here's the here's the last one then. Now, this is a this is an event, and you tell me what year it happened. Hmm. The um, one one moment, please. Okay. Uh, it was on this date, October 5th, the World Series was broadcast on radio for the first time hmm. with the sports writer Grantland Rice describing the action between the New York Yankees and the New York Giants. The Giants won in that year. And what year would that have been? October 5th. It was the first World Series game broadcast on radio. And that's, that's kind of interesting. Uh, Anyway, I'll tell you, I had a couple more things to add, but then that would give you give the year away, and you wouldn't want that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Betty, what year do you suppose that was, the first World I'm Series? I'm guessing 1921. 1921, okay. And uh, Joanne, what do you think? 1932. 1932. Okay, and uh, Charlie, what do you say? I have to go with 1927. 1927. Mike, what do you think? In honor of WBZ's 75th anniversary, I'll go with 1921. Okay. And uh, Jack, what what year do you think it was? Hmm. <clears throat> 1919. 1919. Which would make that uh, 77 years ago. Yeah, even older than WBZ. Oh, yeah. What could be older than WBZ? <laughs> you <Yes>. <laughs> <Little John. laughs> no, I'm glad to say that BZ is older than I am. That's one of the few things I can say because I have to be older than most everything else in the world, including the city of Everett and particularly Malden Street. Street. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. No. Uh, actually, 1921 might get it right on the button again, and wow. so did Betty. Uh, but it was 1921, and you're right about 75 years ago. Was that? It was about the same time that the BZ went on the air. But these were I don't. Th what this station? Had a, do we know what station? Uh, no, it doesn't. Say, it doesn't say. That really bothers me. It should. It should be there. But it doesn't. It doesn't say. I don't. I don't know. Do we own? We own. Uh, we own. I'm. I'm acting like I'm. I'm Mr. Westinghouse, and I really own this stuff. But uh, the the Westinghouse station in New York now is WINS. I don't know whether that was the station or not at that time. Uh, but it went on about the same time BZ went on. Wow. Anyway, so we, the winner actually is Mike yeah. from the beautiful community of Marlboro. And uh, what I what I do at this point, see this filter is a, flavor pack or box. What's that? Filter flavor pack or box. Ah. I don't Marlboro. Know. Oh, Marlboro. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. You hang on, Mike, and uh, you talk with uh, uh, Tom Howie, and he'll take your name and address so that I can get all this junk out to you. And again, for those of you who have been waiting for the package of junk to send you who won this thing in the past, I've been very bad about this, and I've, I've really gotten way behind in a lot of stuff, so I'll try to get it out as soon as I can. But it doesn't really matter. It's not even worth having. <laughs> yes, it is, because it came from you. That's right. It came with love and emotion. Yes. Thank you, Noel. Okay, thank you, Mike. Here's the attorney over to Tom. I guess I already did. 
And uh, Joanne, thank you very much for joining us. You're okay. Thank you for having me. Okay. Take care now. Okay, Bye-bye. take care. Bye-bye, Joanne. Okay, did I did I knock off anybody else? I no, should have. No, I guess I did. Uh, Charlie, thanks a lot. I Thank appreciate. You, it. I appreciate you, you, you're you're in the next community over from Joanne. Did she sound appealing to you at all? Well, you never know. Mm. No, I don't know. Actually, I'm in Malden, and she's on Malden Street, so we kind of get something. Yeah, and well, Malden is right next to Everett, also. That's right. You can get together and discuss, right down the street. Discuss the history of the word Malden. That's right. Yes. Thank you, Noel. Okay, thank you, oh, thank you, Charlie. Thank you. I was I was ready to discuss the history of uh, Malden, the word Malden, uh, like you suggested, Jack. <laughs> he didn't seem at all interested. Not at all. Not, no, what, what, what's this with kids these days? They're not interested in history or or etymology. Nothing. You can't teach them anything. Nothing. Oh, it's terrible. They they think they know it all. Yeah, that sounds sounds just like my father <laughs> describing me. <laughs> <laughs> You kids today, you don't know what life is. You don't know what anything is. You're dumb. You're stupid. He was a nice gentleman. <laughs> the only the only problem with him was that he understood me. And oh, I, too well. That's, what I, that's right. I, I hated that. <laughs> anyway, Betty, how are you feeling? You, you're better now? Oh, well, other than I'm awake because I've got a bad cold. <laughs> but basically, I'm from my surgery, I'm all recovered. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to so, hear that. And I think, knock on wood, I'm on the other side of the big sea. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, oh, I'm delighted to hear that. That's great. That's I great. wanted to say, don't be nervous about that uh, singing because they'll love you even if you sing off key. Well, I'm not even worried about singing off key because I'm thinking... Uh, a lot of it uh, will be kind of half spoken and half sung because I, I I'm not a singer I, I you know I don't pretend to be, but my my problem is trying to keep up you know get the words in while the band is playing that part of the song yeah you know yeah. I, I think what people don't realize it's unless you're skill. no unless you're a musician you don't realize that the band is not playing the melody they're just playing chords and you're the one that does the melody. Yeah. And if it's a little tricky at all, it's to know when to come in yeah. at the right time and right. that kind of stuff. But that, you know, that's tricky even for professionals <laughs> if it's something you aren't familiar with. Oh, Betty, you're so wonderful. You're oh, such a comfort. Any, anyway, Thank uh, you. I appreciate the, the, the big draw is just to see you. You know, you, all your fans are out there. Remember you were nervous about coming out to do talk to my kids? And when it turned out that every teacher in the building could make it down to see you did. Yeah, that was, we had a nice we had a nice group down there. I remember that. Yeah. So hey, everybody Betty. Everybody loves you and has you know they courted to you your music. Stop sucking up to me, Betty. Would you please? <laughs> hey, no, thank you very much, and I'm glad you're feeling better, and I'm, I hope you get rid of the cold quickly. Okay. And thanks for playing Night -night. the game with us. Bye-bye, Betty. Say, Norm, speaking of big bands, have I heard you mention the uh, singer Tony Ballard? No, I, I don't think so. I don't know that name. Oh, I, I thought that I had heard that, because I was at Monin was hosting a function uh, this past weekend out in, uh, in Worcester, a uh, charity thing for co-hosting it, uh, a charity thing for the UMass Medical Center Children's uh, in the Children's Center, and there was a uh, <clears throat> big, like, 25-piece uh, uh, swing orchestra there, and the uh, one of the singers was this woman, Tony Ballard, and she was uh, quite a singer, and I thought that I had heard you mention her name before. Oh, this is a woman, T-O-N-I, uh, yes. uh, Tony Ballard. 
No, I may have somewhere along the line. That, that that's one of those familiar sounding names. Mm. Tony Ballard, and Tony here Ballard. she is to sing the everlastingly popular immortal hit tune of yesteryear and today, the evergreen standard, one that has <laughs> rightly earned its niche in uh, America's Hall of Fame. What we're throwing money into the jukebox to all over America to hear, and here she is. Oh, now I've forgotten the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Tony, Tony Ballard, that's, that's nice. Did they raise a lot of money? Uh, I'm not exactly sure how much they raised, but it was a pretty good crowd, and it was a, it was a pretty good band. Uh, Dom, V, and uh, the Swing Out Band, I think was the name of it. But uh, yeah. it, was, uh, it was a fine, tight, uh, solid rock and roll swing band. Rock and roll swing band. Well, you know what I mean. You know, just sort of. You know, it was. It, it was. They were tight. They were good. It was. People were digging <laughs> okay. the vernacular. It's amazing though how many big bands there are around uh, that are still playing all over the place. You know, uh, not big names. Well, even the big names have got new leaders, but and they're playing. But a lot <laughs> of good local bands. Anyway, thank you very much. Always good to talk to you, Jack, and I hope you have uh, you and. Uh, um, um, Monine. Monina. I always want to call her Mona or Mooney. Or <laughs> Monine, I hope you and, and uh, Monine have a fantastically wondrous weekend. Oh, well, thank you, and you as well. Thank Are you, you doing that big band thing this weekend? This uh, this very day, Saturday, between... Uh, anyway, the event is between noon and five at uh, Wonderland Ballroom in Revere. Oh, well, have fun. Nothing like being in front of a band and singing. And singing away and making an ass of yourself. That's oh, the way no, I look at it. Oh, not. please, don't try to soothe me. It, it's fun. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's my friend Jack. Um, we've been friends ever since we were little kids. With all the chit-chat, I didn't think they would fit the game in on one side of the cassette. But with Jones' editing prowess, that's not a problem. Keep on liking... Keep on subscribing, keep on sharing, keep on keeping on. If all goes well, I should have some announcements next week. Until then, closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. For Jose Jimenez, Bill Dana Jr., Sidney Gelpi, having your own room, pinups, buzzing and humming on the line, Norm's dad, WBZ, Newfies, Diane Salento, Monine, Mona, and Mooney, Tony Ballard, George Burns, Monty Hall, Getting Older, Middle Age, Senior Discounts, Women with Husky Voices, General Malaise, Wisdom, Looking Just So Don Regal in His Flowing Robes, Jack Hart, and the old codgery hunk, Dr. Norm Nathan, I'm the Physician's Assistant, say that a few times fast, Tony Nesbitt.